Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Life Reimagined, making the impossible possible. I'm Christy May, and I'm joined by my beautiful co-host, Catherine Lucadu. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. It is chilly out, and I'm loving it. And we actually have mild weather and lots of wind, but I will, you know, like we are having unusually mild weather for November. So I have not worn a jacket. I barely have to wear a sweater. It's so good, but I think we're getting it cold next week, but I will take this for what it is right now. Yeah. Soak it up. I'm loving it though. I got my, get my little warm sweater on. So I'm cozy. cozy. (laughs) I feel cozy. It's a beautiful, beautiful morning. And we have a great episode for you guys today, all about those life lessons. And we all go through them. And uh, Catherine and I are just going to get right into it and and take us away. Well, you know, um, in thinking about, you know, life lessons, and then particularly in business and being an entrepreneur, I would say there are a lot. And it's almost like every day is a learning lesson. <laughs> and One of the points that I'm going to come across, and I may as well just bring it up now, is find a business buddy, meaning who can you talk to, who can you vent to, who will give you another perspective to look at things. And I think that's really important in business, because if you think that the that what you think about and the ideas you have and your perspective is right, it's not necessarily. It's just based on what you know. And I think that our our education is limited. We may be very, very smart. You may even have an MBA. You may have a master's degree. It doesn't matter. You are limited into the specific thing that you were doing at that moment, at that time, and maybe that situation. And I think it's good to bounce ideas off of other people to know, like, am I going crazy? Mm -hmm. Is this something? Am I being unreasonable? Because that can be something too. You know, am am I looking at this the wrong way? So I think having someone in business that you can go to or a few people is really key to to thriving and surviving. Yes, finding that mentor. And it's just, it's so important to pick that right person too, right? You know, and looking at their whole picture, how do they operate their businesses? Are they of integrity? You know, so just the full scope, not just that, you know, are there, are they having success monetarily, but the full picture, I think is. Yeah, actually, I'm really glad you brought that up because I think that is important. You know, that the way that they do business, are they respected in their business? Have they made good business decisions? Mm -hmm. Because if they haven't made good business decisions, then they're just leading you down the wrong path. Well, that's just it. You know, I, when I reflect on my entrepreneurship life, (laughs) I'm just like going down the road right now mentally, you know, since I was a young girl and I think of, I get so moved by shiny objects early on, you know, wow, look at what they have. And, you know, they must be so successful. I want to follow what they do. And I never really thought about the personality part of it or, you know, how they really live their life. It's so much more than just money and big names and, and, you know, fame, if you will, there's so much more that goes into it. So as I got older, it was really important for me to align myself with people who had high integrity Mm-hmm. who really, you just, you had that common uh, trust and respect for each other. And I think that goes a really long way, especially when you're building something pretty significant. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Why don't we reverse a little bit? What do you think, you know, in starting a business from scratch and let's, 
actually move out of the real estate realm. Let's move into building a business from the ground up, or even just even if you're you're taking over a business or starting a new franchise, what would you say are one of the the key lessons you've learned at the beginning stage? Research, research, research. Oh, yeah. You have to do your homework. So you know? what do what do you mean by research? Because so, I know what I had to do when I was in Cyprus, but tell me what you did. Well, I think a big thing that I've always seen out here, and I I just everyone thinks they can be a restaurant bar owner. It's just, that's just one thing that comes to mind because right. everybody thinks, and I've seen it when people purchase businesses, you know, they've never had a history of ever operating a restaurant or bar. They throw, you know, half a million dollars in to, you know, mm-hmm. take over as ownership. And they think they have all the best ideas in the world. They never did their research. They never sought out mentorship as you pre- previously just discussed. Mm-hmm. And that's so important just because somebody else did it and succeeded doesn't mean you are going to as well. Mm-hmm. So do your homework, do your research. Talk to successful business owners in that space, regardless of what space you want to move into. But I would go to that person. What has worked for you in this particular area? What has not worked for you? Mm-hmm. So doing the bigger work before you before you fully commit. Absolutely. And I think a key part of that research is really running your numbers. I know when I started my um, the kids pl- indoor playground and party area, there were no others. I mean, there was one in another town, but that was it. So I was starting from scratch. But what I did do is all of my research was based on Canadian and US play areas. What could I find out? And, you know, I actually did find pro formas and and balance sheets and things on the internet of people who had, I guess, just created reports, submitted them to banks. And so I was able to see, you know, their operating costs and so on. Because if you don't know how much it will cost you to, first of all, run this place, at least an approximation, then how do you know how quickly and how far your marketing has to go? Mm -hmm. And I think the same, I mean, if we did bring it back to real estate and there are real estate agents listening, the same thing is the same for your business. You know, if you have an idea of of how much money you want to make, well, how many deals is that? And then reverse engineer, well, what does that mean? How many people do you have to reach out to? And With my play area, because I'm starting this business from scratch, people, first of all, don't even know what it is. Like there was no such thing as an inflatable slide there. There was no such thing as, um, you know, those little ball pits. But Mm. that's what I decided to put in. But on top of that, now I have to educate people on, well, this is what it is. And this is how you can use my play area. And I actually, even though I was going to be doing parties for kids, I had to fill the space during the day. I can't have it just sitting there empty. So Mm. that's when I started aiming at all the schools. Well, what if they came for a play day? What if they came for gym, right? Up and down the slide, that's, you know, that's exercise. And so Mm. I had to figure out, depending on which audience I was going to choose, what my message was. And I think maybe that can lead us to the next point. If you don't know the point of your business, And if you don't know who it is that you want your audience Mm -hmm. to be, you're never going to get the marketing right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Who are you speaking to? Figure that out and get real granular with it. It's, It's so important to not be so broad, but to know like if we are talking real estate, as we mentioned before in previous episodes, really important to focus on a community that you know very, very well. That's why a lot of agents start in their own communities because they already know people. 
people trust them. They know it so well. So just whatever you decide to do in whatever industry, you just have to get so niche with it, you know, in the beginning. And then you can start doing what you want once you start creating that audience. So let's actually stop right there with what you just said is in the beginning. I think another challenge or mistake that people make is they have these grand ideas of how they want to begin, right? I want everybody. I want everyone's attention and all of that. But when they do that, you actually attract no one. Mm -hmm. The idea that business is just going to come. Well, if I just do it and I just let everyone know, for example, that I'm a real estate agent, or if I just let everyone know that I just opened this business, well, they're all just going to come. No, they don't. Doesn't work that way. (laughs) No. So what was it like for you when you opened the doors of your health shop? Would you say that, did you do things leading up to it so that you felt confident that when you opened your doors, there would be some kind of buzz or was it a surprise to the area? And that was your target. So during the build out of the recent one, uh, downtown Phoenix, it w- I got involved met like half a year prior. So I'm going downtown Phoenix. I'm meeting people. I'm letting them know that we're going to be opening our doors, you know, yeah. hopefully by this time, obviously with build outs, you never know, you know, what yeah. can happen, especially this particular area. Cause it was a little bit uh, more complex, but yeah, I'm going around my, my new neighborhood and I'm making friends and I, how can I help you? How can we co-create together? Uh, that's so important to immerse yourself in your community and not just, hey, look at look at my new business popping up, but how can we collaborate? And so, you know, moving into that space from that mindset really helped a lot. And then, of course, you just once you do open those doors, you still have to every day hit the ground and let people know you're there. It's it's so much more than people think. You know, they think, well, now that I'm here, people are going to see me. Well, where our stores at? It's actually in front of a gym, but there's a kiosk little cafe in the middle. So nobody from that gym can really see. So you rely on other means to get them there. Even still, a year later, people are still finding us. So just because you can't just think, you can't assume, let me rephrase that. You can't assume people are just going to find you. You have to be so proactive in still nurturing and growing your business years later. It's so true. And one of the first things that I did um, when I was opening that area, because we may as well just talk about starting businesses is when I was opening my play area, I knew that I would need um, snacks, food, and so on. So we had a kitchen there. We opened a kitchen where we were going to cater meals because that's just how it's done in Europe. Everything revolves around food. But then we offered different packages. So some packages were just very simple things where in Europe, they eat a lot of cheese pies, right? Like these pastry cheese pies and other things like that that are all done with like a pastry and then you put meat inside or whatever. So I went to the local bakery. I said, look, this is what I'm doing. They were excited for me because they had never Mm -hmm. heard of something like that. But the first step for me was creating good relationships with people. Because what would happen is if I got last minute parties, guess who were able to help me at Mm -hmm. the last minute? And for me, that was when you run a business, that's what you need. You need flexibility. You need people on your side. And you know, even in in real estate, if you're not creating good relationships 
with your referral partners, right? Mortgage brokers, if you're in the state's title, here lawyers, if you're not already establishing those, everyone just wants the business. But what they mm-hmm. don't realize is you haven't created the foundation for the business yet. Right. You know, you need all these people when that first buyer says to you, well, well, who do I go to get pre-approved? And then you sit there and you say, oh, yeah. I don't know. And it really matters who you send them to because that person can help make or break a deal for you. Same thing with me with the catering. You know, if that bakery does a really bad job or makes people sick, well, I've just lost my credibility in offering food to people. Well, right there is a great life lesson, an entrepreneurship lesson. It's your environment is everything that people you surround yourself with. Because if you don't have that dialed in, to a T, things can go awry very quickly. So just like you said, you know, you you knew and you trusted and you aligned yourself accordingly that you could trust people, you could trust somebody. So it's important. Yeah. Well, and I think in everything, right? I mean, I had to deal with the large, just like you, you know, when you're bringing in product from companies, you're relying on that product to come in at a certain, on a certain day, on a certain mm-hmm. time. And when your business is relying on that product, a lot goes wrong if it doesn't come in, you know, because that's what your business is based on. We just saw it this past year and a half with supply issues in all areas, right? And so we experienced it big time. There were a lot of companies that were like, we're up, sorry, we're out of creatine. Well, got to find somebody else now, you know? And so, I mean, there's a lot of manufacturer problems. You just have to take, you know, the bull by the horns and just find out the solution. You're constantly, you're constantly figuring out finding solutions on a daily basis. So that brings me to our next point, which (laughs) is when you go into business as an entrepreneur, as someone who is self-employed, you are the problem solver. You are the one who have to change. You have to pivot and you have to adapt to the situation you're in. When I see people sit back and they're waiting for someone to come and save them, It drives me absolutely Mm -hmm. bonkers because this is your initiative. You know, even with a real estate license, you got a real estate license so that you can be an independent business owner. The fact that your license hangs at a brokerage is regardless. It's your business, your marketing. If what you're doing isn't working, you have to change it, adapt it. You know, as they say, the definition of of insanity is to do the same thing over and over without result or without a new result. So I think we're also in the period of time now where we are in shifting markets and we are in a recession that what you were doing for the last three years is not going to work now, right? And I think whether you own a storefront business, whether you own a real estate business, whatever it is, don't think that the way business has been for the last three years is how it's going to be for the next three years, because it won't. Right. And that's so important. You have to be able to pivot during times like this. You know, the market's fluid. It's going to always constantly change up. And that's the same thing with business. Mm -hmm. And so what worked for you a few years ago, most likely is not working today. And that's why so many businesses fold. Because people just get so stuck in their ways and think, you know, oh, no, 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 no. My way is the way. Well, if that's how you're going to be thinking, guess what? More than likely, your business is going to fold regardless of what industry you're in. Yes, it's really very true. Um, I had a conversation this week with 
um, someone who's been in real estate many, many years, and they're thinking of, you know, coming over to EXP Realty. And their biggest fear was the technology. Because they've fallen so far behind, it's an even bigger gap to have to, to bridge now to catch up. And funny enough that that, and, and he actually said to me, I am missing out on opportunities because of this unknown of tech in front of me. And I don't like it, but I know I also need to do it. And, and that's where I think a lot of people are going to find themselves over the next 24 months mm-hmm. is that there is a lot of unknown ahead. But if you don't dive in and do something about it, you will just keep falling further and further and further behind. Well, right. And that's where it comes into, you know, when we talk about growing as individuals on a daily basis, this is part of those life lessons. Because if you can't find that rhythm and, you know, uh, build that inner strength, because that's going to help you move through these moments, these life things that happen with so much more ease because you're on a daily program of training yourself. And so when stuff comes at you, you can handle it with so much more grace. And that's what I love. I never get scared of things when there's so much fear mongering out there, but I never get scared of hearing the word recession. I think opportunity. There's so many opportunities that come out of recessions. So I, and it's not that I don't have a soft spot or, you know, feel for people that are going through hard times, but it's what you make of it. It's it's and it all comes back to you. You are the solution for everything in life. And yeah. when you look at it like that and take ownership, life's not so hard because yeah. it just it's you showing up and moving through each different season of life. Absolutely. So true. Um, what's another lesson that you think you've learned, positive or negative? Well, I have a few written down here, but I don't know necessarily if I would say on entrepreneurship, it's just more personal life lessons that I yeah. think will obviously carry over into your work environment. Mm -hmm. And I think the biggest one, honestly, for me was forgiveness and forgiveness will set you free. It really, really will. You don't carry around negative harboring energy. You can actually free up space in order to move forward to the next thing on your list, you know? And so getting caught up in bad business deals or bad business partnerships that may have gone awry. Yeah, it's it stinks. Let's be honest. No one wants to go through that, but not sitting in it, not wallowing it, being able to, it's not saying what somebody did to you was right. If it was, you know, obviously a bad situation, but you're no longer carrying it. And now you can check that off your list and say, guess what? Life lesson. I learned something from this. What can I take with me for the next opportunity? And so forgiveness has been a space I find myself in on a daily basis because I'm not, I'm not allowing it to impede on my growth in life and business and my personal life. So that's been a very key element in just my lifestyle. Yes. And along those lines, I think one of the lessons that I've learned is sometimes it can be hard because when you have a growth mindset, you want to keep giving, right? Mm -hmm. And give and give and give. And then at some point you're like, okay, am I just being stupid here? Because there is no reciprocity on behalf of an employee or an agent or or whoever it is. So I've learned, you know, in having a growth mindset that I also have to have boundaries. Oh, yeah. It goes and hand in hand. at mm-hmm. a certain point, you know, you, you've, you've done the best you can. And then you really have to take, a, you know, take a step back, look at the situation, say, okay, 
am I just repeating what I'm doing? And it's really just, there's nothing happening here. Mm -hmm. So that's a lesson that I've really had to learn is I think also not to take it personally. Yes. You know, and that I think is one of the hardest parts is when you do pour into a business, pour into people and it is to of no avail. You know, you sit back and you say, okay, so what, what part did I play in this? And is there something I could have done differently? You don't have the other side to talk to because they're just not there. And I think that's really a, a big lesson is in is managing people and dealing with people and managing emotions and reactions mm. and the way that you respond to situations. Mm, it is so true. We and we have, you know, 16, approximately 16 employees, you know, and they're all different, you know, <laughs> all different personalities. And so it can be challenging. I think it's just important to, like you said, and that goes along with lines of forgiveness. It's not that you're a softie. It's not that you're condoning behavior. However, you're creating healthy boundaries now saying, this is not what I'm allowing in my space. Personally or professionally, this is how I operate my life. So if you can't respect those boundaries, we're probably not going to be a good match. And so standing firm with that, and that goes with any business or any partnership you align yourself with, you have to be crystal clear on your expectations, what you're looking for. And if somebody's going to show you that they can't respect that early on, it's not going to be a good partnership. It's not going to be a good fit. And it's nothing personal. It's just you have standards. Yeah. And that's it. And uh, along those lines, I've learned that when people show you what they're like, believe them. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I love to see the best in people. I love to say, well, you know what? I know that they're doing that, but you know, if we look beyond that, but then at some point you have to say, no, they really don't care. (laughs) And we need to move on from here. It's so, it's so simple. I think, you know, people get so wrapped up in, you know, what is someone, what is somebody thinking? Like, I just, let's just take for relationships, you know, does this person, you know, just, just how are they showing up? Yeah. People tell you how, what they want from you. It's just, you need to open your eyes. You know, if, if they really like, it goes back to respect and if they want to be in a relationship partnership with you, they're going to show you. And if they're not showing you, that's an answer. Yes. You know, and it's, it's like the quote, you know, um, what is it? Your indecision is a decision. You know, I was going to say the no reaction (laughs) is a reaction. It's it's just, it is. It's just don't complicate it. Take it for what it is. If somebody if somebody cares, they'll reach out. I mean, it's just, it's so simple. It really is. Do you have anything else on your list? I think we've gone through everything on mine of really the key points that I've learned in business. I mean, I'm sure there are more, but I pretty much went over almost everything. I think the last thing that's just of importance is that you're, that you're getting out of your comfort zone and growing every day. Cause if you're not growing, you're dying. And it's so true. It's such, it's do something daily different, whether that's taking a different route to work. Don't be so stagnant in your life and start opening up opportunities. I talked on a podcast yesterday with a friend of mine and, you know, she made a very good point. And that was, you know, say you want to be, she's an actress and she said, go for your passion, go for your dreams. And however, if it doesn't land where you thought you wanted to be, you don't know what doors it's going to open for you in other areas. And so, you know, take that step because you have no clue where it's going to lead you. It could lead you somewhere way bigger and greater than you ever imagined. 
And I just think that's a really a good rule of thumb is just to stay open in life because there's so many miracles available if you allow it. And not to be scared of being uncomfortable. Right. Uncomfortable is what makes you find the solutions. Mm-hmm. Uncomfortable is what makes you grow. And I, I heard something the other day and I really loved it. You know, they say, you know, ask people, you know, did you think it was going to be this hard? And they say, no, it's much harder than I thought. And really the next question should be, well, close your eyes and feel because this is what hard feels like. Mm-hmm. You never felt it before. You you knew it was going to be hard, but you didn't know how it would feel. And if you can understand how it feels, every time you get into a situation that you think is hard, go back to how you feel. Was it as hard as the previous time you went through this? Or is it actually a little bit easier? It's just right. another challenge that you're facing. And you condition yourself to be that way. What I thought was hard a couple of years ago is no longer hard for me. Right. Isn't but that true? It's 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 like you're it's like a muscle that you're mm. you're building, like you go to the gym to build muscles or you know, maintain. And it's the same thing. It's like you're building a mental muscle. Yes. And so you're going to get stronger. The only way to it is through it. I will say that the only way to anything in life is going through it. The pain, the discomfort, all of it. Yeah, 100%. Um, I found this quote to end with, and I think you're going to laugh when you hear it. So it's about the entrepreneurial journey. And so it says, the entrepreneurial journey starts with jumping off a cliff and assembling the airplane on the way down. <laughs> so true. It really I is. I love that quote. It's a great quote. Because how many people will just keep standing at the edge of the cliff, looking over and looking over, and they want to make the jump, but they never do because it's scary. It's uncomfortable. But that is how you will figure out how to, you know, assemble the plane, fly the plane. You've got to jump. I guess what, what's holding everyone back is, well, what if it doesn't work? So it doesn't work. What if it does? Right. <laughs> well, thank you all very much for tuning in this week. Uh, I hope you found a few of these lessons that we've learned in life, and hopefully you can relate to many of them. And Our goal is always to offer a different perspective to see things, you know, to change up the mindset a little bit because we can get stuck in our own thoughts and in our own feelings. But once you open up that perspective, everything begins to change Mm -hmm. and, you know, share if you, if you know that someone might get something from this, please share the podcast with them and like, and subscribe. We would love for you to be subscribers of us. as we keep moving forward on this journey of ours as well. Thanks everyone. And we'll see you all next week. Make it a beautiful weekend.